You're listening to Cross the Line 1524, the Common Man's Podcast. Well, I came here for just one drink, and that's all I got now, don't you think? Hey, no, that's right, that's how it all gets started here at the Rusted Nail Speakeasy, just one drink. Welcome to Cross the Line 1524. We're recording with a live audience as usual. Sit back, relax, and join Dwayne Bischoff, Jeff Montag, Ruben Hunt, and myself, Alan Stanger, for the Common Man's Podcast. Cross the line, 1524. All the ladies are dreaming about Kevin Costner right now. <laughs> what no. is the music? I don't no. even know what the music oh, is. Oh, rip. You guys want to rip. My, rip. my wife's oh, going, take him to the train station. station. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but I don't want to take a train. <laughs> She's looking for a rental. <laughs> uh, for those of you that don't know, that is the theme music for the television show Yellowstone featuring Kevin Costner. And Rip, Rip, they're all worried about Rip. So welcome to, we're Cross the Line 1524. I'm Alan Stanger with... Dwayne Bischoff. Jeff Montag, right? <laughs> they're all mixed up. <laughs> you missed it. And Ruben Hunt. <laughs> I was like, he's not saying anything. So we're, we're, we're set up as a dyslexic bunch. Usually we're, we're different. We, we, we usually were record at a speakeasy outside of Brookville, Indiana, and we're set up just a little different. We even so, got our own names backwards. We did. So let's try it again. I'm Alan Stanger with... Dwayne Bischoff. And we're the 15 side. Jeff Monte. And Ruben Hunter. We're the 24 side. So there we go. And we're in the 69 county now. Oh, yeah. So we're we're all... This was the cruising uh, spot. Yeah, yeah, we used to... Yeah, back yeah, in, the back 80s, in the 80s, this was the cruising spot. It was, spot. Yeah. So how many people here used to cruise the lot here? Oh, yeah. There, there we, we go. go. Yeah. We did. Anybody graduate from East Central High School that's here? Oh, easy, easy. <laughs> easy. Anybody graduate from... It would have been Brookville High School then. Yeah. Yeah. There, there you go. Strong there we go. Strong yeah. represented. Are there any losers from Batesville High School here? Hey, man, he took a dive, man. Oh, it's all good. Hey, it's all be, good. You better mention another one a little bit further uh, north of you. Oh, if you oh. want to go home tonight, anyway. Yeah, I do want to go home tonight. Anybody from Connorsville High here? Yeah, yeah there we go. No <laughs> Laurel High School too. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, good deal. Awesome. Good deal. So we, we uh, host a podcast. We've been doing it a year and a half or so. Uh, we're on all the podcast apps that you can go to, and uh, we're kind of a general podcast. We call ourselves the Common Man's Podcast. We just talk about everyday subjects. We do a lot of, I don't know how it happened, but we end up doing a lot of uh, bourbon and wine and alcohol tastings. That's we drink. easy. And during that time we've been doing that, we invited Mike and Terry to the Speakeasy one night. And it went downhill from there. <laughs> <laughs> for them, that was good for us. It was good for us. So they invited us to go on a barrel pick for the Yellowstone bourbon that you guys are tasting here now tonight. Um, it was an awesome experience. If you've never done a barrel yes. pick before, uh, every place does it a little different. Um, Limestone Branch Distillery is the distillery that Yellowstone uh, comes from. It doesn't really come from there, but that's a whole other story. 
they're the ones who bottle it and get it out the door. Uh, Stephen Fonte is their bourbon ambassador, and he did the barrel pick. And we had three different barrels with three different proofs. So most of you are going to say, well, how did you get three barrels and three different proofs? Well, that's because you hardly ever do anything at barrel strength. It'll knock you on your butt most of the time. So yeah, man. The barrels that we had were proofed down to 102, 109, and 115. So we had nine different bourbons to taste from to select the one we've got right here. So it, it was it was a tedious task. It was rough. It was rough. Yeah, it was tough. <laughs> they make us go work. Yeah, and, and drink. And drink. It's, it's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. But it, I'll tell you what. I you I guys learned. volunteered. We didn't hesitate. Yeah, we didn't hesitate. It wasn't hard. But I learned more on that tasting about bourbon than I ever thought I would learn. Um, Stephen Fonte is amazing. And it's, well, I don't know, we'll break it. He's going to be in the area someday soon, so that'll come out later. But um, if you get the chance to do something or do a tasting where he's there, it, I mean, he teaches you so much more about how to taste bourbon. He was a professional tea taster at one time. Um, so he has the palate for tasting different flavors and, and aromas uh, of different products. Um, but he just goes about it completely different. And, and that weekend we were there, we did, I don't know how many different tastings. No one came close right. to as thorough of an explanation of how to taste bourbon as he did. And, and we, it was funny, there was, I don't know, six or eight of us, we were there and we're doing things as he taught us versus what they were trying to tell us. And I don't know if people were paying attention to us, but we were just doing it completely different. But you got a completely different taste of the bourbon that way. And it, right. was, it was really interesting. Oh, we got alcohol abuse here almost, almost. there. Yeah, so, so in fact, wow. how many people smelt the bourbon before they tasted it here tonight? Okay. So we have an experiment for you. If you've got some bourbon in front of it, everybody have a glass. All right. Smell All right. it with your left nostril. Just you your left you, no, nostril. You don't, no, you don't have to hold your don't nose. Don't have to hold your nose. Just, Just put it on your nostril. left side and take a breath. And keep your mouth open slightly. Don't, yeah. you got to have your mouth open a little bit. Now and switch to your left. Now switch to the other side. And then go to your side. right. And do you smell a difference? Can you smell the difference? And you'll See get it? different uh, aromas um, from the left to the right. And then... When you take your first sip, you don't take a drink. You just kind of wet your palate, let that work around. Once that's done, then you take your sip. And, and kind of in that order. And that's what we did nine times, and we still walked out of there. Well, <laughs> but I don't know. I think somebody... <laughs> I'm not sure if it was a straight walk or not. Uh, my our blessing was my wife Dodie over there and Mary don't or not Mary, but Robin don't drink bourbon, so <laughs> they got to drive <laughs> uh, from that spot. From that spot, but yeah, no. So if you do it that in that order with any bourbon you're drinking, you'll notice different aromas and tastes. <laughs> oh yeah, she said no, you're allowed not. to spit, and it's yeah. like no, no. we're not. That's no. abuse in our world. Yeah. We're still it, we're still red. That's, so you that's only in no, wine you taste. It, you drink it. That's All only right. in wine taste. So yeah. I, I'm guessing everybody here is is a bourbon drinker. Loves bourbon. So if I'm right. gonna, I, I hate to do this, but I'm gonna ask some questions. Oh, oh God! Yeah. I knew oh, it was yeah. coming. Boo. I knew it. Wait a minute. We we have now have a bourbon master. master. No, no, no. It's it's a bourbon uh, steward. 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 Okay. Yeah. Official Alan bourbon steward. Steward test today for just bourbon. Today. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah. So just today. So congratulations. congratulations. I feel a lot smarter today. 
the bourbon Stewart. So can anybody in here besides the group sitting around the table that's had to answer these questions for me the last six weeks, <laughs> tell me at what temperature bourbon is distilled at? Any guesses? Just guess. No, it has no. Nope. So it's so the distillation process. It it's once you get steams off of your mash. So you don't want to get it too high because you don't want your water vapors, but you want your alcohol vapors. So it's different for different alcohols. So for bourbon, the optimum temperature, and to be classified as a bourbon, you can distill it at no greater than 160 degrees. So so vodka is totally different. Vodka you can crank up the heat because they don't care. But bourbon, 160 degrees. So, what else makes a bourbon a bourbon? Any any ideas? There's a there's a few a few things to make it to be in a barrel. What kind of barrel? barrel? It has to be in a charred barrel. What kind of charred barrel? Oak. Right. So these guys have listened to me. No, we've been made <laughs> trying to, to give f- everybody a chance. We've been it's made like to look a, fools up. So bourbon has to age one week. Age in an oak charred barrel. Brand new, Brand new. Oak charred yeah, barrel. Yes. So they used used barrels for wines, for rums, for uh, the lesser for the, alcohols, yeah, the lesser alcohols. <laughs> so would anybody like to guess how long it has to age in that barrel? What's the minimum age? Come on, yell it out. We won't. We'll give a free coaster for the free. For I the first see a, well, how many years? <laughs> Two years. We have a five year. Anybody else? We have a one year. So we have a two, a five, a one, and a ten. Alan. There is none. There is none. However, here's the deal, though. You get your flavor and your bourbons from the barrel. So most most barrels, the least of the age is two years. Uh, to was be, a two. There was a two to, back there. Yeah. So. But I'm going to tell you, we tasted some two-year. It was it's horrible. It's not good. <laughs> it is bad. And we awful. won't tell you where we tasted it at, but they were new Mike and Terry there. were with us. Oh, we were there. It was not good. Well, they were new distillers, so we'll yeah, give them a new, chance. They're, they're new trying. distillers. So, so for just regular bourbon, there is no aging timeline. However, most of them are two to four, uh, and then they go from there. Uh, if it's bottled in bond, it's got to be at least four years. Um what does so, bottled and bond mean, Alan? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> so it's going to be stored in a federally licensed bonded warehouse to start with. How's that? For a minimum of four years. For a minimum, minimum of four, four years. years. So the other thing with bourbon, it's got to be 51% corn mash. That is a big one. Minimum. Minimum, minimum. of 51%. Uh, then other grains can fill in besides that. Uh, a lot of breweries use uh, wheat and rye as and there's some other grains, uh, but it's got to be a grain that's mixed in. I need a drink again. <laughs> again? Uh, again. And you're not talking about that bottle of water in front of you? No. Hey, Terry. <laughs> so what What other bourbons are we tasting here? I mean, you've so got... So tonight we have, have a so Yellowstone <laughs> and an Ezra Brooks. Well, Terry, tell us what you have in front of you. Oh, oh, oh the French Lick. William Dalton. It's a weeded bourbon. So, does anybody know the story about the French Lick Distillery? I know you know some. I know some. Well, yeah. t- why don't you Why don't you enlighten hey, us, Mike? Who, who's speaking? <coughs> oh, I'm sorry, Mike Gardner. Get up close to the mic now. You've done uh-huh. this one. I've done this before. Um, so, it's made in, in French Lick, Indiana, at French Lick Spirits. Uh, it started out as a winery. Uh, other than that, I don't know of anything. 
pertinent to so, French Lunt. Yeah, so they are a artesian distillery in Indiana. So there's some caveats that go with that. Um, at least 51% of their product has to be grown on their property. That's so, an interesting note. Yeah, so they... Um, it's a family farm. It's been homesteaded, been in the family for over 100 years. They started as a winery because anybody that listens, Indiana has some, I won't use the word stupid, but crazy laws. So to be an artesian distillery, first you either have to be a farm winery or a home brewery for, now it's 18 months, it used to be three years, before you can apply for a distiller's permit in Indiana. Yeah, that is stupid. For artesian distillery. Sorry. So they started as a winery of course many years ago and in, and transferred to uh doing bourbons instead as well as they well. have the maddie gladden which is another bourbon that's very good uh, some good stuff comes out of there and, and for those of you that listen to us and explained about to your left and right nostril we're sorry for screwing up the rest of your life because I, I was i'm sorry i was watching you and she was doing it and she's doing left, right. but you do notice a big and it's amazing the difference in the different notes you get from the left and the right that's true more dominant. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So where are we on the tasting? How we feel? I haven't got that far yet. I was listening to Alan's <laughs> Alan's knowledge, right. just enlightening. Us. I'm gonna tone my knowledge down because I'm drinking now. <laughs> yeah, I, I I get a lot of vanilla. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. I, I got caramel and vanilla. Yep, yeah, caramel and vanilla. It's good. It's got a soft turn on it. So does anybody out there taste whiskey and just taste whiskey and not taste the vanilla or the? The wood tones at all? Well, that's smooth. All you get, uh, but most really of you taste those tones. That's because some people don't. They don't. It's got a great smooth turn on it, and it's it's. Uh, I can just it's just soft. It's just good. It's yeah, very it's very good. soft. That's a good it's word soft. for that one. It's that's very soft. Good. There's really not a bite. Yeah. What's the audience think? Good. <laughs> so, <laughs> so for me, you know you're having a good time. But you don't know. Yeah. So for Just me, get one of each before and, you go home. And, you're and good. It's begun. We're good. Yeah. So for me, this the flavor though. I taste. I taste it's the woody. Good. I taste yeah. the yes, wood yeah, yeah. more in this one than a lot of them. This is very it's good. good it's very good. It's got yeah. great flavor to it. It really does. But I like your. That, that's a good description of soft. It it's is. Not, How it long was this age? Did it say on a bottle? What's the aging on this, Terry? It's not always on there. Yeah, I'm yeah. not sure it's on there. It can't. Well, it can't be that old if it's theirs. It's unless it's sourced. True. It's got a. Right. It's got right. a real yeah. soft turn to it. It's really good. Also, oh, oh, no. it's got to be years. Yeah. That just means when go. they bottled it, probably. Right. So four no, years. No, that's, that's when they barreled. That's when they barreled. So four years. Yep. So that's a minimum four. Yep. Okay. We're getting old. Two seventeen's already four years ago. Yeah, I know. Do you that's know the sad. year two thousand? Yeah, when we were all going to die. Yeah. yeah. Computers were going to shut down. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's pre-COVID. I, still, I got a generator like for sale. Twenty-two years ago. What's up with that? I got a generator for sale. Anybody need a generator? I'll sell you one. Pre-COVID bourbon. We should jack the price up on that, man. It's good stuff. <laughs> so that'd be a good question. How much? How many barrels of twenty twenty bourbon do you think there'll be? Oh, did they? Sh- so I don't even know. Did they? I know that normally down, down during issues they, of they society fall, alcohol I think they did. grows up because I mean you couldn't. Well, yeah, Kentucky. And, yeah, well, yeah, yeah Kentucky what shut it? the state down. So. Right. So about five years from now, that's going to be the bourbon to get. Yeah, twenty twenty. That'll yeah, be the high man. dollar bourbon. We might do a barrel. It's time to source yeah. some twenty twenty bourbons right now. <laughs> get some early. <laughs> yeah. Put some tags. That's on a good now. point. Never thought about that. Good deal. So what's yep. the other bourbon we got over there? 
Uh, we'll let Terry tell us what's <laughs> next. You can, I heard say stop. You can always drink it if you don't like it. And it goes down, just drink it. Just grab right. another one. I don't know. Somebody suggested you could spit it out, uh, but that just doesn't happen. Yeah, it don't yeah. happen. It's alcohol. Terry, <laughs> what's next on the list there? She was just joking. There you go. Hang on. Yeah, I was just... Okay, we'll do the Ezra Brooks, which is another barrel pick that we did when we were down there in Kentucky. All right. This was a, uh, in Bardstown. And some store employees went down with us for that to help pick. So we made the podcast guys uh, just stay out of trouble and go walk around. We didn't uh, stay out of trouble. Well, <laughs> no, I never, in in I never fact, we'll, we'll talk about what we did. Report, so. All right, here. So while they were doing that pick, we actually did a little tour and a tasting while they were doing that pick. <clears throat> and that distillery for Ezra Brooks is... Is uh, oh, is that whoa, heaven? Whoa, 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 Luxro. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's Luxro. Yeah. Okay, Luxro. Got it. Water, water, be water Ruben, abuse. Ruben, Ruben again. Oh, <laughs> Ruben. Got it. I got it. So, it's got so, so yeah, Luxro. So Luxro okay. makes Ezra Brooks, and, uh, and, and so they did, you, you did that barrel pick the same the yeah. same time we were down there we doing did. the other. Yep. Thanks, yeah, I think it was like that same day. Yeah, it was the same day. So we were. So, the, um, Lux Road does another uh, whiskey called Rebel Yell. Yes. You guys heard of Rebel Yell? Rebel. Yes. Well, they changed it now to Rebel. But here's the deal. The lady doing the tasting with us told us that, I got to think, think how she said it. It was wrong. She said that. Billy Idol and uh, Mick Jagger? Or no? No, that's, that's the real story. Yeah, she, she, Billy, Jido, Billy Idol and uh, David, David Bowie. David Bowie. Right. She said that David Bowie and Billy Idol got together and drank a bunch of that stuff, and that's how they came up with Rebel no. Yell. The song. You just yeah. dumped bourbon out. I just tried to tour. I dropped it in my glass. We got to cut them. Ruben off. All right. No more for Ruben, Terry. so slick. I don't know what it was. So the real story, the however, was it was Billy Idol Billy and Idol. the Rolling Stones. Yep. Mick Jagger and Ronnie Wood. Nice. So, which recently to, passed, right? No, no Charlie, Charlie Watts, the right, baseball right, player, passed. So yes. we had to educate her a little bit. I don't know if it helped, but probably not. <laughs> she had her story wrong. Oh yeah. <laughs> so one of the ladies, uh, Dwayne's yeah, wife, Dwayne. Dodie. Raise your hand, Dodie, so they can see you. <laughs> Could not drink bourbon. <laughs> She's not bourbon drinker. I'm turning the furnace off of my house this year because all I got to do is give her sips of bourbon every four hours, and she's good. <laughs> so literally, she was sitting next to me, and then Dwayne was on the other side of her, and all, and she drinks this little a thing sip. of bourbon, a sip. All once I hear, I'm on fire. <laughs> And we look over, and she is red as a beet and literally sweating. And I'm like, honey, what'd you do? She's like, I took a sip. I don't want no more. Do you want mine? Well, yes. <laughs> Pass it down. Of course. So, so yeah, she can't drink time. bourbon. But, yeah, it's good. good she could put away the, ch the ch what is that stuff? She, oh, ch oh, chata. Yeah. Rum chata. Rum chata. Rum rum chata. Rum. She could put it down. Screwball. Screwball, yeah. yeah. Sheepdog. 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 Yeah. All things you can get at Nice for Liquor Call. <laughs> We call those foo-foo drinks. Yeah. <laughs> but she good. loves them, so that's fine. So how, how's everybody like the... Uh, well, I had a round of this before, and it's really good. I did, too. Yeah. It's got a really buttery you, you, note. You know it's it. good when Mike says, hey, Rube, take it easy on that one. No, we got it. Oh, this is the, this is the one we started with. Yeah, yeah this, this is one Mike said, so notes Mike said, Rube, take it easy I, on I that one. I said, take it easy on this one. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's really good. It is good. 
it's not the soft that we just had no, though. There's little, more. Right. There's more bold. Is there, there. more heat to it? Yeah, there's more yeah, heat there's to, more it. Heat it's to good. it. But it's still very smooth. It is. It's good stuff. Now, Ruben, is your glass empty? It is empty. Uh, okay. Margie, hold his hands. Yeah. Keep him away from everything. Everything wet. Get away from I everything. just have to remember to put the lid tight yeah, on Yeah, put the lid and keep it over by your wife. There you go, Marge. Thank you, Marge. Only let him have sips. That's <laughs> <laughs> my up. wife, Margie, over here. So, so we're assuming everybody knows about podcasts. How Sorry. many people here listen to podcasts? A few. A couple. So for those of you that don't, it's like a talk show. It's free. You, if anybody who here has Apple phones, Boo. yeah, yeah. Boo. So there's an app right on there's your phone called Apple Podcast. So if you go to that Apple Podcast, type in "Cross the Line 1524," will pop up. You look for that logo, or that logo. And, and give us a listen. Give us a like. Uh, it gets more popular as people listen to it, like it, and comment on it. So we would uh, love it if you guys would. Uh, Give us a listen. We talk about all kind of things. We have Mike and Terry on sometimes. We have special guests from all over. Has anybody ever watched the show The Curse of Oak Island? I guess not. Yeah? Yeah. 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 A couple. Do you know who Matty Blake is? So he narrates the uh, Drilling Down episodes. So we had him on the show. Oak Island. Beyond, and Beyond Oak Island. And then Robert Clotworthy. So if you watch Oak Island, you hear the narrator all the time. Could it be? Could it be? We've had him on the show before, yeah. so uh, it's been great. We've got to meet a lot of cool people, and you know we continue to. The coolest people we met so far is we got these. We got this couple that owns a couple liquor stores. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mike, tell them what you got going on here besides the tasting. Uh, well, we pick a lot of barrels, and we try try those out all the time. Uh, we've got a lot of bourbon, and. Uh, Got a line of wine. We have wine tastings every week. Um, so you guys have <laughs> you guys have a website. You guys have a website people can go to and see, kind of get updates. We have on a, your we have yeah, a Facebook, Facebook page. Okay, a Facebook page. What's your Facebook? I don't have one. No, what's the Facebook for baseball? Baseball liquor code. Baseball liquor code. We don't want to talk to you. I'm sorry. Oh, well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> we I want the alcohol. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You're doing so fine, Mike. Keep it up. Facebook page, <laughs> Facebook and then page. you can get updates on when you're having tastings and Correct. that a, kind of stuff, right? So, I've heard you play games here. I had a uh, we, we were yeah we hide and seek yes hide and we seek. were we really? were in the cra- we were doing a craft show. We sell honey, and Jeff does too. And we were at a craft show, and one of our customers today we were talking to they said, "What are you doing?" I had told him we're doing like, "Oh, hey, they have a hide and seek. They're like, come find the bottle of whatever." That's whatever. awesome. And, That's great. and I'm like, "What?" And I'm like, "We didn't know about this. What the heck?" So. So there. So, so what's what, the so what is the hide and seek tonight? It's not every night. Terry, got come on, there, Terry. just jump up here. Come on, Terry. Mike shy died. We got to get him more to drink. <laughs> uh, tonight we hid three bottles. I'm not exactly sure which three. I know one of them was a Colonel Taylor, which they did find wow. already. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, there could be a Blanton's. I know we've a, done a, a couple Blanton's? of others. There was like five. Um, a couple so, Saturdays ago. So how does oh, wow. that work exactly? So, yeah, so if the, I'm a customer and I walk in here, how do I? How do I? How does this work? You find it. You bring it up to the register. So there it's you got go. it's got something a sticker on it or something or. Well, you're not going to find those. those on the shelf. Okay. So it's not like it's okay. on a shelf that is something different. You're actually hunting for. Oh, that okay. particular yeah. bottle. That's great. Okay. And they could be hidden anywhere. 
in the store. I'm certainly interested in that Blanton's and, one. And, <laughs> Where's my wife? Um, <laughs> Margie, go hunt. Go hunt, Margie. I know the Saturday, a couple weeks ago, that we hid some. W- one bottle was never found. Okay. So it's okay. still out there. Well, no. So no, it's it like, oh, okay. We, we, did, we did pull it back you retrieve out. retrieve it. And um, okay. we did rehide it. For okay. the next, so it's like uh, a lost Easter egg. Yeah. yeah, that's what they call well, that, it. Well, that's okay. That's pretty cool. So. Well, I tell you what, what we're going to do is we've got a couple cross the line shirts we're going to give you, so you can put this on your next scavenger hunt, so you can hide these in the store, and let people know they've got to look for these. So we'll, okay. we're going to add these there to, you your, go. Cool. to your that's scavenger awesome. hunt. Okay, that's awesome. So, but that's a neat idea. So for our <laughs> listeners who are in the Batesville area, again, this Batesville Liquor Co. and right in the middle of Batesville. If you've never been in this store, it's just amazing. It's a it's a huge store. Thank you. And there is really nothing you won't be able to find in here if you're looking for liquors or beer or wines, wines or you name it. Uh, they've got it in here. Accessories so. also. We're sitting back in kind of the accessory yes, section right. where you have gift bags. Um, all kind of different things to if you're going to give a present buy a bottle of wine you want the bag to put it in make it look nice they've got all that stuff also and most importantly they're one of our proud sponsors that's right Cross the line 1524 so if you want more information if you can't find their website go to our page right go to our sponsors click on batesville liquor co and it'll take you right to their page but yeah i, I was really interesting though that i had a customer at this uh, state telling about the games you play and so there are people noticing there are people paying attention so that's a good thing so check them out come find the game see if you can come find the come find the alcohol you know here's what i like about too and the customers that are here with us is this is not just like a store you guys are actually out trying to find the right bourbons for the right people and putting your name on them true where a lot of liquor stores are just walk-through stores sell booze this that's right they just sell booze yeah. here you can find the quality stuff, the stuff that people and really it, want, yep. and you want that top shelf liquor in your basement, uh, your basement bar room. This is the place to come because they have it here, and they got the right people picking it. So, and they're local people too. They so are. this is people right. in the community that support the community, help support right. the, um, you know, the things that go on in the area. So you know, help support your local stores and right. uh, your local small businesses. And if you can't find it here, just ask them. They'll right. try and order it in for you. That's right. special order. In. I so tell my wife I to know stop for asking a fact, them. So. My beautiful wife over here, before we were married, she came in here and ordered some special champagne for our wedding. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's funny. Nice. Wow. So Didn't know that. <laughs> they just put two and two together a little while, last week, I yeah. think. So, yeah, that's where she came, ordered it, and we got uh, some special yeah, I, champagne. I got, a, I got a text with a different name, and I'm like, it just flashed up quick and it was like mary who's that <laughs> <laughs> it's the lady at the other end of the bar that's right <laughs> that's right so we're going to take a short break and when we come back we've got a special author here that uh, has done several book signings in this store right here and his subject that he writes about it's dear to our hearts anybody to listen to our podcast we're great uh 2a we're, we're second amendment supporters and uh this gentleman here knows more about every gun than we ever thought about knowing so we're gonna take a short break and we'll be right back with cross the line 1524 are you tired of hearing the same old songs over and over on the radio every single hour the same tune what's well, time for something different check out hometown radio usa the best independent music hits from yesterday hits from today podcasts and so much more hometown radio usa you can find it on the web at www.hometownradiousa.com 
or at the App Store or on Google Play. Hometown Radio USA, reimagining radio and coming to you in your hometown. Are you looking for the perfect Christmas gift? Maybe a side-by-side or a little ATV or a dirt bike for your kids? Well, come out to Hoosier Power Sports. We're located next to East Central High School in St. Leon, Indiana. Hoosier Power Sports is the Tri-State's largest Heisen sales and service center. We are also the Tri-State's largest Tau ATV and dirt bike sales and service center. We have plenty of units in stock for Christmas and more on the way all the time. We are offering free layaway now until Christmas with a $200 deposit. Mention this ad and receive $25 off any Tau and $100 off any new Hisense. Hurry while selection is still good. Come visit us at Hoosier Power Sports in St. Leon, Indiana, located at 7892 Schumann Road, or visit our website at HoosierPowerSports.com. Batesville Liquor Co., located at 315 Shopping Village in Batesville, Indiana. They've got some upcoming tastings, and let me tell you what they've got there now. These are barrel picks, one-off barrels, selected by Batesville Liquor Co. They've got Remus. They've got New Roof. They've got Makers, Mark Private Selects, and they've got Jefferson, Lee Sinclair, the Maddie Gladden, William Dalton, Bullet, and coming soon, Yellowstone. In fact, the Yellowstone release will be on December 4th at 5.30 p.m., and the Cross the Line 1524 crew will be there with you. We got to help pick it out. They've got other barrel picks coming up soon, including Jefferson's Ocean, Knob Creek, Off Hours, Ezra Brooks, and 1792. All those will be announced once they're available. Did you know at Batesville Liquor Co., you can get a case discount 10% off, and you can mix and match your spirits and wine as long as it's 750 milliliter or larger. If there's a wine or spirit that you can't find while shopping there, ask them. They can special order just for you. Batesville Liquor Co.'s located at 315 Shopping Village in Batesville, Indiana, or stop in at Tebby Liquor at 664 Main Street in Brookville, Indiana. You can check them out on the web or Facebook or give them a call. Batesville Liquor Co. at 812-934-3017 or Tebby Liquor, 765-647-6682. Stop into either location for some of the best liquor beer, and wine selections in southeastern Indiana. Batesville Liquor Co. and Tebby Liquors. There you go. There we go. Welcome back to Cross the Line 1524. I'm Alan Stanger with Dwayne Bischoff. Jeff Monte. You guys got to tell each other who you are. That that, that 24 side's having a rough time tonight. The 15th side, we're up on our game. We're up on our game. We can be side by side, upside down. We got it down backwards. You know, the, the 24, 24 side. side. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I had to wait for Jeff's signal to go, next. Yeah. I was waiting for Mike, him to say my name. Mike, you're going to have to hold him up. Yeah, jeez. And we have a special guest here, Alan, on, on my right. Yes, we do. So on Dwayne's right, we have a, actually an author. An, o- an honored awesome. guest. An awesome. honored guest. This man writes about one of our favorite subjects, guns. Awesome. Absolutely. I'm a... He's this is two, right in my wheelhouse right there, boys. A, two he's books. A, he's a firearm aficionado, awesome. no doubt about it. That's right. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Larry. Okay, well, where do you want me to start? Well, I guess your name, probably. <laughs> Larry Reedy. Larry Reedy. Now, see, I was going to introduce him, but I wasn't sure how to pronounce his last name. So we have Larry Reedy with us. Yeah. So I know for a fact that he signed several different books here at Batesville Liquor Co., 
What got you interested first in writing and then writing about guns and liberty and justice? Well, first of all, uh, I wrote the first book, My Quest for Life, Liberty, and the Pursuit of Happiness, 1939 to 2019. And uh, it, it was for basically a compact journal for my children, grandchildren, future people. A uh, friend of mine who's published, he's on his ninth book now, he read it and told me I should go public with it. And uh, he thought it'd be worth, worth, the, uh, worth, worth publishing and uh, most people would really enjoy it. So I published that, uh, had a lot of good reviews. Unfortunately, there's some grammatical errors in there because I didn't have it edited by professional. Uh, and after I published that book, COVID came along. I had a website, uh, BatesvilleShooter.com. He had 23,000 monthly subscribers. He had 600,000 visitors over four years. And uh, I decided to use that into book form and talk 24 other people into writing the reviews on it. So there's about 100 and I, I believe there's 135 different gun reviews. Uh, and the friends that did the gun reviews, very interesting. Yeah, uh, well, I'll tell you what, Alan, I opened up the book, My Quest for Life, Liberty, and the Pursuit of Happiness from 1939 to 2019. I opened it up to the the first page and it says the condensed version of my life is dedica dedicated to and this is how I knew he fit perfectly with cross the line 1524 it says my wonderful wife Nancy who has put up with my crazy ass for 57 years <laughs> that that, that part right of that <laughs> sentence alone went he's good and he's yeah, on the he podcast <laughs> she, may, she may be the second assumption <laughs> <laughs> But that alone said that he fits right in. Hand him a glass of bourbon and set him up on a chair, and we're good to go. That's awesome. Awesome. So how long have you wanted to write books? I never really wanted to write a book. In fact, I, will, I don't know what I'm going to do when I grow up. When you grow up? I am never going to write another book. It's the hardest <laughs> damn thing in the world to do. So, you but did. you've written two. Yes. Rich two. is the only one. Yes. And so then what, uh, Ruben's got the other one in his hand. What's that it's called? Title yeah, whatever. this one here is uh, it's Batesville Shooter and Friends, uh, Gun Reviews and Shooting Accessories and Gun-Related advice and i so that's the one that was written during covid when you yes, have right, folks yes. you know awesome. four and a half months i'll tell you what mr Reedy, i i i'm a gun guy and i flipped over to page three i have that gun and then I pitched a couple more I have in the end. The Daisy Red Rider. I, I, yeah, the Daisy Red Rider I got when I was like nine. No, I think, you know, if anybody that knows anything about guns or collects guns, this is a great book, and it's your opinion based upon how you feel on these books, on these guns. Yes. Um, I can tell you, you got two of these that are going out of here today for me. Well, um, and. And the reason why is because this is the educational part of someone who actually used a gun. Am I right? Yes. And, yes. and that's important because a lot of gun reviews are people that don't even use the gun. Well, I try to give at least one or two classes a year to women, safety classes. And some do real well, and some shouldn't even own a slingshot. <laughs> but, 
or and, car keys. But I tell you what, but that's that's an honest answer. It's and that's an honest answer, right? And that's not just for women. I've right, seen right. guys pick oh. up a gun. In fact, I saw a How prosecuting attorney in a couple one. weeks pick <laughs> up a gun in a courtroom. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but I mean, we used to I mean, when we were younger. We used to have claybird shoots, and right. we'd get together on weekends and go around and shoot. And there was a couple guys you're just like, "Oh my God, why? You know, put please put it down. You do not. That does not belong in your hand." And some people it just fits, and some people it don't, and that's fine. And, and you know, you can still support it, but maybe it doesn't belong in your hand. Well, I can tell you, looking through the, and I have not got into a couple of readings on it, but I can tell you, based upon what you've seen and what I've got, what I breeze through it and stuff on a few of those. Those are great opinions of what your personal opinion is on each gun, which I think a lot of people need because a lot of people go to a gun shop, they don't know what to expect, they don't know what's involved with it, they don't know exactly how to handle it, and I that's a great review. You get a Walter PPK, which is a, you know the review on that in there. Uh, the 1911, which I think is in a lot of people is over, it's very overkill for carry, but I, I love the review. I think this book is should be in every gun store in America so that people can review before they buy and understand what they're buying. It's the Common Man Podcast gun review. I'm telling yeah. you, it's great. Well, the only problem with the gun stores, I have one in the Rusty Buck in Versailles. I know where it is, yes. If you if you have a good gun shop, normally there's three or four of them, everything comes out of the home office. Right. The manager here can't put them in. Right. And I'm frankly, I'm too old to be going around for sure. that. So I, I, I've got, I'm on the Amazon, doing okay on the Amazon. Right. But it, it's uh, the gun stores themselves today, they're more interested in selling ammo and the gun shortage yeah. is getting a little better, but everything Throw is the so money overpriced. Well, well, if you're in the area, you can come into Batesville Liquor Co. Right. I mean, I'm looking. I can look to my right. I see four or five of each copy. So if you're in the area, come in here. You can get a copy. If you get lucky, you might get the author here. And to pick and up a bottle and you sign can it for you. There you, learn, go. <laughs> yeah. you can actually learn about the gun you might be wanting to buy. He has his opinion based upon his conditions and when he used it. Real life and that's experience. great. Real life experiences with real guns because a lot of guns are not are not equal to every person that uses them. So I think you did a great job. And I love, I'm, I can tell you, two of those are going to hold me tonight. I have two sons that's uh, going to go in the stockings there. there so yeah, I think it's great. Yeah, well, so, I, yeah, so just on the back just on the back of the book, he, he writes that he, he wrote this book about gun reviews to help first-time firearm buyers and current gun owners who want to buy additional firearms. And I think a lot of times there's you walk into a gun store, and a lot of times any specialty stores, if you're new, if you're somewhat new to it, you don't know the terminology, you know, and you don't you don't know the basics. And then if they don't have the the staff on hand to kind of pick up on your newness to this, then they they fail to be able to really help you. So this is a book that you know if you're thinking about buying a buying a firearm for the first time or buying something different, I think it's just is just perfect. For, well, uh, the the other problem. With gun stores, some of these, what, in normal times, companies have spiffs. Right. You know, for sales. That's right. That's right. So whether he likes a gun or not, That's right. he's going to sell it right. for a little bit of money. Gets a little and, right. you know, we, yeah. And we've right. seen a lot of it over the last couple of years. You had people buying weapons for personal protection that should not be a personal protection weapon. No. And right. they're not trained right. They're not educated on the weapons. And they're totally inca- in- uncareable. 
uh, carrying. You can't carry those things. And and I this is this is a great point perspective for giving you an idea of what you do and how you handle it. I think it's great. So Larry, let's go. Let's go back to how did you get involved or even um, interested in firearms? Well, I mean, are you a veteran? Yes. Okay. Yes, I was an MP in the Army, so okay. 1911 Great. was my weapon. Great and prior to that, in reserves, BAR, right. I, I shot about everything. And uh, I, I, I really just, I really think everybody should have home protection. There's, according to the census in 2020, there's 336 million people legal people in this country right okay there are 42 percent of a household that has gun well, at least one gun and a and a household there's 2.5 people per household so and the that's registered gun owners that 42 and a half percent I did a book sign at a gun show recently and there probably was 150 guns went out one day. Those are not registered guns. That's a per- person selling guns that sets up a booth. Yeah. So there, it's there's probably it's more likely 48 percent probably right. that right. have guns, and 67 percent in home protection. And for the last six years, there's been over one million incidents per year that are that people know about where a homeowner or somebody that was getting a car jack protecting themselves right. and came out on the good end of, right of a right but we don't hear we don't hear about, about, about this you do if you read the yeah. nra right if you look for it but but that's not right, what's published yeah. does everybody here remember the first gun they ever purchased i'll start with ruby the first gun go all the way back well i won't say the first Gun I ever purchased? I remember the first gun I was given. No, first gun. First you gun. You okay, the first gun. And where you purchased it? It was a Marlin sixty twenty two. And where'd you purchase it at? I oh, it was at Montgomery Ward. Jeff, mine was a, a Remington pump shotgun for hunting. And where'd you buy it at? Oh man, probably Sears. Maybe I probably I don't even remember. Yeah, Dwayne. Mine was a Remington 870 Wingmaster. Yep. I remember a friend, a guy I worked with, went and got it for me because I I wanted it to go hunting and I couldn't. But couldn't he, purchase it. He could get. Well, no, I could purchase it, but it was a where it was. There was like a two week delay right. to give it to me. So I worked with him. He went and bought it, and then I bought it from him. And, but that was my first gun. I per- I still have that gun today. Alan. Western Auto Shotgun. <laughs> right. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. We're talking yeah. about Western Auto. We were talking yeah. about that a couple yeah. weeks ago. And where? Where? Was it from Harrison? It was a, no, it was actually in Brookville. In I Brookville. Hunted in oh, Bro- yeah. I hunted in Brookville. Awesome. Like both, well, it was the, your grandparents. My, both there. my grandparents. Yeah. The Which was right next to Brookville. Tebby's. Tebby's. Yeah. 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 That was the Western yeah. So how about you? What was the first? T- Smith & Wesson K-22 Masterpiece. Nice. Bought in the canal zone and a PX for thirty nine bucks. Awesome! Wow. Yeah, I mean it was that shotgun was less than. Yeah. I'm thinking it was fifty or sixty it, bucks when I bought yeah, it. That's so awesome. the, first, now the first gun I ever owned, I got for a Christmas present from my yeah. parents when I was yeah. sixteen, was a uh, single shot twelve gauge Winchester Model A. Right. 
Um, and I took that thing outside and I threw a couple of shells through it. And then about the third one I put in there was a, it was a full choke, full <laughs> choke. The third one I put in there was a high brass. high brass. And I'll tell you what, man, that thing about rocked me to the ground. <laughs> So, but that was a good gun. Those single shots will let you know. Oh man! Well, you literally have to ask. Okay, and obviously a lot. You have a lot of knowledge here. What is your favorite handgun? There you go. Uh, it had to be favorite ten, and I don't even know about that. But uh, I, I really like the nineteen eleven Colt, or just the style. I, I have, I have a Colt. Okay. Uh, gold cup masterpiece. Wow! But the the best the best 1911 I have is a Smith. I mean, I'm sorry, it's a Wilson Combat. Wilson Combat. Yeah. I have a I have a Springfield Commander 1911. Yeah. I really like. Yeah. And uh, I'll tell you though, the thing is, because of the capacity of the nine millimeter, it's the most practical. It is right for a carry or for a personal protection. Both. Great. Both. Yeah, I had a guy we went elk hunting with. And uh, he was our guide, and he's got a gun strapped, and and it, which is it's a really cool carry position for if you're elk hunting. It's on your chest. Yeah, right. And I'm and he's a young guy, and I'm trying to keep up with him going through the woods of Idaho. And I'm like, hey, you know, we stop one time. I'm like, what are you carrying there? He's like, 22. And I'm like, what? And we're with bear, mountain lion, everything else. I'm like, why you got to carry 22? He goes, well, it carries 30 rounds plus one in the chamber. He goes, I'm like, okay. He goes, if I can't stop it. In that amount of shots, you need to run. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I'm like, well, good point. So, that's awesome. So, what's your favorite handgun, Ruben? Um, I have a, I don't know, I have a few. Uh, one of the first few pages of his, and I think it was because it was left me by my father, is I have a Ruger Blackhawk 22 with a Magnum switch out post cylinder. It's probably one of my favorites. I'm gonna pass it down to my son, but. Uh, outside of that, I think a Walter uh, a Walter PK380 is probably one of the most comfortable and one of the nicest carry guns I've ever touched. I think Jeff has one of those. Yeah, actually, is, I bought it from you. Me, yeah, or that your is, son, yeah. one or the other. It's probably one of the most like comfortable and carry guns you can carry. But uh, you know who's missing yeah. out on this podcast should be here, Tony Roberts. Tony Roberts. Tony, Tony, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony's a. Gun. He's probably hunting with his daughter or something. They still so. haven't got a deer. They still haven't got a deer. <laughs> Tony makes too much noise is what That's I heard. That's what it is. He probably talks too much. He texts If he turned his phone off, he'd probably get a deer. <laughs> so so mine is uh, Smith & Wesson 1911, actually. 1911, great guns. Uh, yeah. It's... Uh, I haven't used it much, you know. I haven't shot that thing for a couple of years here right. because I got so forty five nine millimeter nine millimeter. Yeah. Because I got I got the fun gun now. I got that Smith and Wesson M M P the groundhog groundhog killer twenty two caliber <laughs> man. It's you don't feel tap, bad man. going through thirty oh. rounds at a time with that no. thing. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah. got a I got a Kimber forty five that is a real fun. That's a very nice. Yeah, it's a very nice gun. Very you, fun. You know, it's funny because we're sitting there shooting off these these guns, and I know Larry's going, "Yep, yep, yep," and it's or great. Going, That's a young, wimpy gun. It's a wimpy gun, pump. right? Uh, I Larry, what you do is is there are so many people in America that want to know about that stuff, and that and the book that's out here in the small town of Batesville, Indiana. Has a lot of that information that could be out there in the world to see, especially in the United States, especially for young people that are beginning to carry. Um, carrying is a high responsibility. And that's one of the things that a lot of people don't understand. Carrying a gun full-time in concealed is extremely, 
extremely high responsibility. And yeah. some well, people don't consider just that. Owning a gun responsibly yes, is a responsibility. Correct. That's right. And you, you, you know, should practice at least once a month. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Agree. Yeah. Agree. I went three months one time not shooting a 1911, and I had three, three of them out. And the Wilson Combat I shot first, and I, I always shoot rapid fire from about right. 30 feet. And I was really off, and then I had a couple other ones, and I went back to the Wilson, and I was dead on after. Right. But just right. not they probably practicing. kick our ass that, at any uh, shooting. Muscle yeah. memory is everything when it comes to that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's that proficiency thing you lose. Yeah. Wow. So, Larry, I was talking to you at the break, and we were talking a little bit about you grew up in Cincinnati, though, right? Yes. You, you, yes. But now you live out here in Batesville. Right? Yes. We built a home in 1975. So, and... and uh, Growing up in Cincinnati, West Side, right? Absolutely. Elder grad, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Elder grad. You know what? Go. West Side, it's close to Indiana. That's, that's all right. I can say. Yeah, that's right. There's just overflow. It's funny. Yeah, so I work in Cincinnati, and there's this big fight East Side, West Side. Yeah. I'm like, well, I'm as west as you can get. I'm across the border right. on the West that's Side. Right. We don't that's get right. any better. Yeah. Well, I, most people on the East Side, they don't even know what high school reunions are. <laughs> yeah, there's I a mean, lot of truth to that. They're all transplants, right? Well, <laughs> and so well, that's because there was nothing there at the time. Yeah. So right. let's, re let's here's re another thing about if you think about Cincinnati. So with the Elder High School, all boys Catholic high school, there were yeah, right. the West Side was known for several uh, all boys Catholic high schools. There weren't so many on the East Side, and no. there's something about that. I mean, I, not that I went to a Catholic high school, but I've got other friends that did. And all boys Catholic high schools, and there's a there's a tie. I mean, it's those, family. Those guys are yeah. Those guys not, still get together regularly years not, and years later, and I think you kind of expose that you yeah. still get together with some of your every, old every guys, month. right? Yeah. Every what is it you said every month? month? You your high school, your high school class gets together, and what was about your elementary school? Oh, we have a reunion once a year. That's once awesome. a year. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> elementary school That's gets great. together. Now, you know, yeah. I, I have many, to ask too. Have you, uh, there's some people gathered about how many people have ever been to your elementary graduate or reunion. Well, here, here's the deal. <laughs> I've so, never. So I see every every week. I get to see somebody that was in my fifth grade class in elementary school. <laughs> it's your wife. It's your wife. <laughs> <laughs> So, Larry, so you got a, a reunion of two. We have a reunion of two every week. So Larry grew up on the West Side, uh, and you obviously, I mean, Elder probably played against West High. Did you go up against Pete Rose? No, I, Pete was younger than me. Pete was young younger pup. than me, right? Okay. He's a young pup. Yeah, so he's a pup. But I, When I was in the A knot hole, he was still in B knot hole. Okay, great. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Just a few years, though. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, and I, I played baseball in the Army. Army at uh, Great. Sure. Great. Yeah. That's awesome. That's great, wow. but then you found yourself out here to Batesville. What year? What year did you come out here? Well, we we built a home. We started in '75. It was it took a year. We finished in '76, and I still had business in Cincinnati, commuted for about a year and a half, and sold pretty much sold everything off, and then came out here and opened up a business, and just uh, you know been in self employed for 54 years and. And retire. what kind of business was that, Larry? What kind of business were you? Well, in Cincinnati, I had 18 different businesses. Okay. With well, 200 wow. people. Well, nothing, nothing going on. <laughs> see, see Larry? Uh, now, <laughs> Alan's now, only got like seven now. Seven, seven, seven to go. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, Dodie, where are you at? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and I have motorcycle business, which now my son, two sons own. Oh, I cool. To them, so. what, what business? Motorcycle. No, I what? mean, what, what's the name of the business? Oh, Larry, that's Greensburg um, Motorsports. Greensburg. Oh, cool. oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Great. Yeah. So, well, what a pleasure. Thank you for coming tonight. I appreciate it. I, I it's been a, a pleasure. Yeah, it's, it's been, been absolute. It's been an absolute joy. We, we really. I uh, think I think we're going to need Larry. a few more autographs before you leave. You here. will. A few, few more books are going to get purchased. Yeah. So. so just a reminder, he's got two books. One is My Quest for Life, Liberty, and the Pursuit of Happiness from 1939 to 2019. And the other is Batesville Shooter and Friends, Larry Reed. So just so you know, I made an executive decision that this uh, is a, like a 20-minute podcast with him. It's just not long enough. So we're going to set something up in the next couple months. Super. Awesome. It's just on him. That's right. Awesome. There you go. There you go. Fantastic. So, so all the... All of our listeners out there that that listen to the podcast, you know, check his books out. Uh, we'll actually put a link on our website so you can it'll take you right to his books. Yes, uh, and obviously you can come to Batesville Liquor Co. The books are here as well. Uh, and if you time. get real lucky and he happens in, you can get one autograph. That's like right. I did. <laughs> All right. So okay. I'm Alan Stanger with Dwayne Bischoff, Jeff Montag, and Ruben Hunt. They did it right the first time in our special guest. <laughs> Larry Reedy. Thank you very much. Thank you. We'll be right back. Thank you. Top Sale Hemp provides affordable CBD and hemp products that help alleviate pain and ailments due to arthritis and inflammation. According to a poll conducted by the Arthritis Foundation, 71% of all patients reported CBD improved their ability to sleep, while 67% reported improvements in their physical function. Top Sale Hemp as something for everybody, from CBD pain cream to oils and more. Find your peace and relaxation using Top Sale Hemp's proven lab-tested CBD products. They can be found at TopSaleHemp.com. Use discount code 15-24 to get your 10% discount today. Top Sale Hemp. Go check them out. There are times in your life when you just need to relax. The best place to do it in Brookville, Indiana is Tranquility Massage by Shelley, located at 440 Main Street in Brookville, Indiana. Let her take all your troubles away. Shelley is a licensed massage therapist. Check out her specials leading up into Christmas gift certificates. Buy two, get one free. That's right, Tranquility Massage by Shelley at 440 Main Street, or you can call her at 765-309-1478. Tranquility Massage by Shelley. We all know there's nothing like that taste of fresh honey. It's pure as can be, all natural. Check out Hoosier Creek Farm right outside of Brookville, Indiana. You can find them on Facebook at Hoosier Creek Farm. Learn a little bit about beekeeping, what it takes to get that fresh honey. Remember, how do you know it's pure honey if you don't know the beekeeper? Hoosier Creek Farm. Proud to be one of our sponsors at Cross the Line 1524. What a fun evening at Batesville Liquor Co. doing the release of uh, Yellowstone Bourbon. And this is a two-parter. This is a part one of our podcast there. We've got some more special guests coming up next week. But what a fun night. Uh, We'd like to thank everybody who came out. We met a lot of new friends, some old friends. 
pretty amazing time. Uh, first and foremost, we want to thank Mike and Terry Gardner for inviting us out first to do the barrel pick and secondly to be part of the release at Baseville Liquor Co. So as usual, if you like our podcast on whatever app you use, leave us a positive comment, a five-star rating, tell a friend, tell a buddy. That's how the word spreads on podcasts. Not everybody understands what a podcast is. And they don't, a lot of people don't even know they're free. So spread the word. We appreciate it. So as usual, for Dwayne Bischoff, Jeff Montag, Ruben Hunt, Table 12, and myself, Alan Stenger, you've been listening to Cross the Line, 